The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. This is Gail Leach, author of The Art of Pickleball, and here's the host of The Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Thank you, Gail, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball, winning pickleball, while having even more fun and meeting new friends who share your passion for this great game. I'm your host, Chris Allen. Can you feel it in the air? Yep, tournament season is heating up. It's starting to get warmer outside. I know we're not we're not done with winter yet. I know that uh, Puxatawney Phil saw his shadow and everything, but uh, still, spring is right around the corner, and that means tournament time's heating up. We've got tournaments coming up all over the place, and uh, we thought this would be a good time to do a little review, do a little tournament etiquette review to get you ready to go to these tournaments and have the best time you possibly can and play as well as you possibly can play. First, though, I want to tell you that I was just overwhelmed with the the outpouring of support and gratitude that I got from everybody from last week's episode when I revealed the three areas in which I consider myself a 5.0 player. Now, like I said, I'm not a 5.0 across the board, and I don't have any delusions that I am. But in some areas, I really, I, I can't be beat. And one of those areas is in hitting balls that that are obviously going to go out of bounds. I mean, they've, you know, your opponents hit the ball way too hard. It's sailing. It's going to go right past you, right out of bounds. The point is going to be yours. And uh, I'm really, really good at uh, stealing defeat from the jaws of victory and just hitting that ball back over or into the net, you know, which is a, a nice, a nice play that I like to do. Anyway, my challenge was that I am better at this than any player in the world. And you look at a champion like uh, Jennifer Lucor, what a great champion. But in this one area, Uh uh-uh, I got you beat. Bring it. Bring it all day long, I said. So anyway, after that episode aired last week, I checked the old uh, pickleball line, our voicemail hotline, and I had this message waiting on me. Hey, Chris Allen, it's Jennifer Lucor. Hey, I just listened to your show. Love it. I wish you the best of luck. And hey, if our paths ever cross, bring it. All right, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Jennifer, thank you for calling in. Obviously, we'd love to have you and your partner, Alex Hamner, on the show someday. That is a pickleball dynasty, those two. I mean, all this talk with the Patriots and uh, other teams, basketball, baseball teams, they talk about a dynasty being three national championships in five years in any sport. Well, how about four national championships in four consecutive years? That's what Jennifer Lucor and Alex Hamner have done. So what do you think? Can they make it five in a row this year as the 2015 season heats up? I don't know. Are you going to be the team that uh, that dethrones them? If so, would a brand new paddle help in that mission? Well, you've come to the right place because our friends at PickleballPaddlesPlus.com want to give you A brand new paddle. Details coming up later in the show. When we come back, we're going to talk tournament etiquette, off-the-court etiquette, with our friends Melissa McCurley and Greg Thompson from PickleballTournaments.com. Keep it right here. It's the Pickleball Show. 
When shopping for car insurance, consider this. GEICO has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple. Go to GEICO.com. After 75 years, they know how to save you money. You're back with the Pickleball Show and your host, Chris Allen. We're talking about off-the-court tournament etiquette today. This will be part one of a two-part series. We'll do on-the-court tournament etiquette coming up in a uh, future episode. Now, if you have enjoyed yourself at a tournament recently, and especially one of the major tournaments, two of the many people you should thank are right here with me now. They're the brains behind the software and the systems that allow tournaments to run smoothly and free up all those dedicated volunteers so they can focus on making sure you're having the best time possible. From PickleballTournaments.com, Melissa McCurley and Greg Thompson, welcome to the Pickleball Show. Thanks, Chris. Glad to be here, Chris. Explain to us real quick exactly what you guys do behind the scenes, because you guys are back there. You're like the mice in the uh, in the grandfather clock that are actually making everything go off on time, right? Yes, we are. Hey, let me let me just jump in there real quick and just, just say something, and then I'll let Melissa take over, because I do not like to take credit where credit is not due. Bob Lanius is the brains behind this software. A brilliant man spent many, many hours and many, many years uh, writing all the code and doing all of the hard work and was gracious enough and overwhelmed, quite uh, frankly, with the you know popularity of the sport and how much it has grown. He needed some help and he had several people interested in purchasing the software. They were very particular about who they were willing to sell it to because they wanted people that love pickleball and then also had IT knowledge so that they could continue to grow the product. I, I can't call myself the brains behind this. <laughs> I wish I could. You're carrying on the legacy, and uh, yeah, I think, yeah. and it probably meant a lot to Bob that uh, he found the perfect pair of people to take his baby and take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They they are absolutely great people who who did us a, a great service. Fellow Texans, Melissa and I are from Texas. They're from Texas. Um, fellow pickleball lovers, and uh, Bob and I are both super IT geeks to the point where. Jetty has to run me out of the house uh, about <laughs> twice a week. She's like, okay, you boys have been back here for eight hours. Go home, Greg. <laughs> and then Melissa does all the hard work. And, and I think, Chris, um, if there ever is a Pickleball Hall of Fame, I think Bob and Jetty, which should be the first ones um, to be inducted into that, I don't even think they know the impact that they've had on the game of Pickleball and uh, what they've developed through Pickleball tournaments has done in accelerating the growth of this game. Now, how did you guys first discover it? Well, we have, I will call her our citric aunt. And every time we would all get together for Christmas vacations or other vacations, being the competitive family that we are, you know, we don't sit around idly. We would play darts and we would play ping pong and we would pretty much play anything, throw horseshoes, etc. One day she sent us, you know, the kit. The pickleball kit with the wooden paddles and all that. And uh, we set it up in the driveway and chalked it out with some, you know, chalk that you would use on the chalkboard. We had a pink kitchen and (laughs) played in the driveway. We're like, this is so much fun. And we played so long that we ended up getting floodlights out of the garage and and creating a little stadium in the driveway and (laughs) played and played. And the the neighbors loved that Um, sound of that that ball getting hit, hit, hit. But that's the only time we really ever played was during those, you know, when we would all get together just as something fun for us all to do. And then Melissa 
Lisa moved here to Arizona, and I'll let her kind of fill you in on where the story goes from there. Sounds good. And one thing I should point out that I neglected to at the beginning, you guys are brother and sister. We are brother and sister, yes. And that is a very good thing to point out, Chris, because we get <laughs> asked the question quite a bit. Yeah, most people think we're married. And most people can't guess who is actually the oldest either. Oh, well, I'm not going to touch that one. Yeah. So in, in picking up where Greg left off, I was transferred here to Arizona with my uh, job uh, with EDS at the time uh, in the corporate IT world to support American Express. And I was playing tennis and I met a lady on my tennis uh, team who said something about pickleball and her dad being a national champion. And I just remember saying, what did you just say? Uh, pickleball. And she said, yeah, they have a national tournament here in Buckeye every November. About 600 people come and play. And she said, you should check it out. And so I did. I I checked it out, started looking at the different areas in which pickleball was played here in the West Valley of Arizona. And I called my folks who were still living there in Texas, um, had been for years. I said, you guys got to come see this. And so they uh, they did. They flew out. And this was in April of 2010. They checked it out, went back home to uh, a small town in East Texas, put their house up for sale, uh, moved out here. Next month will be four years. And we are just one big, happy pickleball family. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Take me through the actual process. Like, say I wanted to put on a tournament and I call you guys up. When is the point that I should be contacting you? Right at the very beginning? What you would do is you would go to pickleballtournaments.com. And um, on pickleballtournaments.com, there's a big, easy-to-see button that says create your tournament. And you could walk through and easily create your tournament yourself. Okay. And then we would list your tournament on the site so that everyone would know when that tournament was. And then we would go through kind of the configuration, if you will, of the tournament. What events you're going to run, what days they're going to run on, what skill levels you're going to play. Are you doing age? Are you doing open? All of that kind of stuff. And, you know, then then we open up registration. People then begin to register. And registration closes. We create the play brackets. And then it's tournament time. Now, I am leaving out a lot <laughs> as, you know, you have to get vendors and all of these other type of things. But mm-hmm. from our perspective, it's, uh, you know, you, you go to our site, you create your tournament, and then we will offer you as much or as little support as you need. Some people need a lot. Some people need very little. But uh, we're here to offer you as much help as you need. That's really cool. And you guys, I mean, you're not just sitting back with a computer 500 miles away when tournament time comes, you guys are actually on site for some of the tournaments, aren't you? It depends. Um, for some of the tournaments that uh, want us to be on site, that's just another part of the offering that's off, uh, not part of the online, if you will, the online registration services and the online tournament management services. So we do have tournaments that then have us uh, come on and we'll actually take care of all their seating and bracketing and all of the things that happen on the day of the tournament as far as running their operations and ensuring that the uh, tournament goes as efficiently as possible so that the players have the best experience that they could possibly have coming to a pickleball tournament. So you're seeing it not just technically behind the scenes, but you're in a lot of tournaments, you're actually there witnessing the good, the bad, and the ugly and uh, seeing the whole thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Either operating the desk or players ourselves. You know, Greg Greg and I both play pickleball too uh, competitively and, and enjoy doing so in as many tournaments as we can. Uh, but we enjoy running that desk as well. So You guys are on the front lines and I'm sure you've, you've seen it all. So I thought 
you guys would be perfect to point out some of the things that you wish that every entrant knew, every player knew when they showed up. Maybe some things to make it go a little smoother and just make sure everybody has a more enjoyable time. Oh, we certainly do. And one of the biggest ones I think that we would say is know your event start time. Uh, and be sure that you're checking in at least 30 minutes before your event starts. We get a lot of folks that will come up wondering how come they haven't been on court yet, and they're there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And when you look to see when their event starts, well, it doesn't start till noon. Um, so you're, you impacted your own experience by not even looking at the tournament schedule on when you should be there. All right. So we'll, we'll treat it like, uh, I don't you guys are, you guys might be too young to remember those safety films they used to show in uh, grade school where it'd be like, you know, a good bike rider uses hand signals, but a bad bike rider, you know, just goes, just plows through the intersection. So we'll treat it like that. So number one, a good player knows their start time. Yeah. A good play, a good tournament participant goes and knows when their event starts and they show up 30 minutes prior to that and they check in at the check-in desk to let everyone know that they've arrived all right and a bad player shows up way early or way late and uh and huffs and puffs and wonders why you know why they're not uh, getting any court time yes you know, the, bad, <laughs> the bad player says oh every event starts at eight so at eight o'clock and then they say I've been waiting for four hours, and then I say, well, sir, your event doesn't start until noon. <laughs> so I apologize for that, but hopefully you've been able to watch some good pickleball play. <laughs> All right. And I'd say the next one is um, don't visit the tournament uh, desk or come to the desk with questions. It's not that the people at the desk aren't friendly or that they don't want to talk to you. It's just that they're sitting there ensuring that the tournament runs smoothly, and when there's interruptions at the desk, then it can cause that operations desk to make mistakes, which will then ultimately cause an impact to the tournament and, and completely slow it down. So that would be tip number two. All right. And that would be a good player. Does not visit the tournament desk to ask questions. And a good player also knows to ask the tournament director or also the majority of tournaments now are using what we call the billboard, um, which is a TV monitor display which will show you who's on court currently and then who is coming up on court. So if you would go and check that periodically so that you would know, hey, I'm coming up and then go ahead and get yourself warmed up. That way, when you hit the courts, you're ready to play and then you get your, you know, five to 10 minute warm up and then you're ready to play. It just speeds things along for everyone. A good entrant uh, checks the billboard to see when they need to be on deck. Yes. And, and they are and they're ready to play. Gotcha. A bad entrant goes over to the uh, event desk and says, why haven't I been on court for four hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's yeah. Give us the dirt here. We're not, like I said, you don't you're not exposing anybody. Just just yeah. Give us the worst of the worst. You know, let us know the horror stories and uh oh okay oh oh, oh. well here's a good one for you then chris here's one yeah here's a good one for you don't come to the tournament desk um and ask uh, the tournament operations leader to move you up in the stack so you can get on the court sooner also please don't come over and tell me that because of the caliber of your play that you should play on court four <laughs> where everyone can watch you <laughs> you know, we're trying to get the great players and the, all that on the good courts, but sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And keeping in mind that just because you're a 5 0, your match is no more important than the 3 5 matches to the 3 5 player. You yeah. know, the 5 0s and stuff, sometimes 
tend to think my match is more important, and that's just not necessarily the case. Dude, I'm I'm really in the zone today. You got to move me. You got to move me. I got to be center court, man. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's it's being, you know, I played sports my whole life. To me, it's it's just being respectful of the game. It's being respectful of the other people that are playing, regardless if they're not at your skill level. And then first and foremost, it's having a good time, you know, having fun and making sure that that, that you do show the game the, the proper respect that it deserves. And that includes the referees, the line judges, the volunteers and your opponents and your teammates. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to start a gender war here or anything, but uh, in your experience, do you do you tend to have more difficult time with men or with women? Absolutely, men. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I think those are the guys that maybe they're reliving some some high school or college days or something. You know, the weekend warrior types, and uh, boy, they can really get intense. It's so funny, Chris. Like I tell me, you know, I played college soccer. I played, you know, every sport imagined. You know, grow, we grew up in this small little town in Texas, so that's all you could do is play sports, and it's the same thing. So. You know, I've won all the trophies that I need to win. And so, you know, it's like I go out and, and I play at a higher level than I probably should and stuff because I, I don't mind being beat. And I, you know, I, I like to make the joke of, you know, we all should keep in mind that we are just hitting a wiffle ball around here. <laughs> what I love about pickleball personally is that four people that have never played could go out and play and have a good time. Yeah. Most sports aren't like that. If I put four tennis players out there that have never played, they'd never play again. You put four pickleball players out there, they're going to play again. That's true. We're talking with Melissa McCurley and Greg Thompson of PickleballTournaments.com. If you are involved in putting on a pickleball tournament, these are the people you need on your team. Now, Melissa and Greg, what's, uh, what's something else that uh, the perfect player should know? I think there's only one more that I would point out here, uh, Chris, and it's uh, some venues, they have temporary nets, and players know this uh, going into the actual tournament itself. So, you know, don't come to the desk trying to get yourself moved up to another court, coming up with any reason possible, including you've got a stomach ache, trying to delay yourself to get on a better court. Um, Show the proper courtesy and respect to the tournament. Play on the temporary court when you have to, uh, knowing that uh, as you advance on through the tournament, uh, you'll get as equal play on the courts as as can possibly be given during a tournament. One more thing. Yeah. The ball from the other court will roll onto your court and interrupt some of your points. (laughs) Do not throw a hissy fit. It is part of the game. You don't see NFL quarterbacks telling the crowd to be quiet so I can hike the ball. <laughs> you know, just part of the game. Ball rolls on. You know, you might have been right in the middle of an overhead smash. The ball rolls onto your court. Pick it up. Play. Go on. It happens to all of us. That's my biggest pet peeve. I hate seeing people throw a big hissy fit about that or ask to be moved to another court that's, you know, oh, so the ball doesn't roll over here. The ball is going to come onto your court part of the game. This is the stuff. See, this is this is the stuff that people really need to hear, you know, so that when they go to the their next tournament, they they think, ooh, I don't want to be that guy. This is perfect. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. Call them out anonymously here, and then uh, we'll we'll shame them into proper behavior. Because it really is. It's. I'm a big believer in the eighty twenty rule. You know that, uh, and it really is true when you look at a lot of elements, just in your life in general. Uh, like in my business, you know, it seems like eighty percent of the uh, revenue comes from twenty percent of my clients. And then you look in your closet, and uh, you know, eighty percent uh, of the clothes you wear 
you only wear 20% of the time, but 20% of the clothes you wear, you're wearing those 80% of the time. And it's the same thing when you go to the, one of these tournaments and, and just with people in general, uh, it seems like the, you know, there's, there's a 20% that 80% of the, the, you know, the complaining and the moaning and everything is coming from that little group, that 20%, uh, that shows up. Hey, Chris, I guarantee you that's another gender thing, because if you're a woman, you better not show up to 80% of any event wearing the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris, I was just going to say, I couldn't have said that better. There's another another gender thing for you because I was like Chris is right on point. (laughs) It is. It's that it's that twenty percent because Melissa and I talk about this all the time. We love sports. I love IT stuff. I feel so fortunate and blessed to be able to do an IT job that involves a sport. You know, it's it's such a great great opportunity for us you know yeah yeah you're you're absolutely right it it comes from about 20 percent of the people because the other 80 percent of the pickleball players that i've met are some of the most amazing people that i've ever met i love the game i love the strategy i love all the layers of the game but i love the people they're just such a unique great set of people and some of the stories you hear that come from how pickleball has changed people's lives. It's, it's an honor for me. And, and, you know, I'll speak for Melissa on this too. I know it is for her as well, just to be involved with this great sport. Yeah. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, you know, the, the people are so nice that uh, it's almost to the point where you don't mind sitting out a game. Almost. Yeah, almost. almost. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's great to hear their stories as well. And, and Greg mentioned change their lives, but the number of stories that this has game has saved people's lives are just overwhelming and can absolutely tug on your heartstrings. Yeah, I can believe it. It has. It's saved people's lives. And, you know, people who, who've lost significant others and, you know, were depressed or whatever it is, and then they got out there, they, they found the sport of pickleball and it changed their life because of the people and the fun and all of that, you know, and it just Mm -hmm. to hear those kind of stories is, is unique in sports in general and life in general. And and one of the many, many reasons that, that I absolutely love pickleball. It seems like every study you read about longevity and it talks about the two, uh, you know, the two secrets or the two most critical factors. One is regular exercise and the other is, uh, is being engaged socially. And, you know, guess what the perfect sport is for both of those things. (laughs) There it is. It's not just about having some fun. You can kind of think long term and and think big picture and think, you know, you know, we might be adding years to people's lives and and to enhancing the quality of their life as well. And I think that's why pickleball is just not a fad. Uh, it is the social aspect and the betterment that it actually uh, imposes on people's lives. It's just been incredible. Yeah, it really has, and I've I've noticed that uh, not just here uh, in Western North Carolina, but I've been fortunate enough to play in some other cities as well. And it is the same thing. And you walk in there, and they're strangers, but one minute later, they're friends. That's yeah. true. So you get on out here to Arizona, Chris. Let's play some pickleball. Sounds good. Yeah, Chris, you being six four, I'm six one, and uh, you know, former basketball and soccer player, so. Uh... We might be a menacing doubles team. That'll work. As long as you don't mind playing with a left-hander, I'll be okay. 
I don't mind playing with a left-hander at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. As long as you don't tie that paddle to your foot like you said that first one, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Man, you guys are just a pleasure to talk with and everything. And I know that tournament season is heating up here and you're going to you're going to, you know, start getting extra busy, but if you wouldn't mind if we could maybe check in with you on a regular basis cuz you guys are in the trenches, you know, you're you've got your finger on the pulse of the pickleball community like nobody else. So uh, if if we could call you up and maybe check in with you on a pretty regular basis, I would really appreciate that. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, Chris, we'd love that too. I mean, if you if you can't tell, we don't, we don't mind bantering a little bit. So. <laughs> All right, <laughs> guys. Thanks again. Look forward to talking with you. Thank right, you. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, what great people. Looking forward to hearing from them in future episodes and keeping in touch. And if you are involved in the pickleball tournament. You definitely need Melissa and Greg on your team. Get in touch with them at pickleballtournaments.com. Okay, I promised you a free paddle. Details coming up next. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. It's the Pickleball Show, and this is your host, Chris Allen. So how's your paddle looking these days? Looking kind of rough? Looking like somebody maybe backed over it in the driveway? Could you use a brand new paddle? Well, our friends at PickleballPaddlesPlus.com are going to help you out here. They want to give you a free paddle, and here's how you get it. All you have to do is give us a call. Just call the pickleball hotline that is 18555PBshow. That's 18555PBshow. Leave a question, a comment, whatever you want to say, a rant, a rave, bring it on. We want to hear from you. And if we use your question or comment on the show, you're automatically entered to win a free paddle from PickleballPaddlesPlus.com. That's right. If we use your question or comment in the month of February, you're automatically entered to win the free paddle. Now, how many of those are we going to be able to get to, honestly, you think, huh? You can, I think your odds are really good. Right now, you've only got one other person that you're competing with. Remember at the beginning of this show, I played the, uh, the, the great call from Jennifer Lucor, who called in. She's now automatically registered to win the paddle. And actually, that brings up a couple of questions here when I think about it. You know, number one, who is probably the last person on planet Earth who needs a new paddle? It's probably Jennifer Lukor, don't you think? I mean, she and her partner, Alex Hamner, are four-time national champions. Paddle companies are probably lining up around the block just begging her to use one of their paddles. I bet they're sending, they're sending her every paddle they make in every color choice they offer, just hoping that she'll take one to a national, you know, national tournament and use it in front of everybody. 
Yeah, I bet it's a big joke at the Lucor house, isn't it? The UPS guy rolls up and, oh, here you go, Miss Lucor. Got another uh, another box of paddles for you. Just sign for them and I'll, I'll put them over with the, uh, on the pile with the rest of them. Yeah, I bet she's got so many paddles she doesn't know what to do with them. I bet she's giving them out at trick-or-treat time when uh, the kids come by. I bet it's, oh, hey, kids, here. Here's a uh, here's a fun-sized Snicker bar. Oh, and, and be sure and get one of these paddles, too. Here, take a blue one. Oh, and take a pink one for your sister. I bet she can't get rid of them fast enough. And now she's going to get this paddle? She's going to take your paddle that should be rightfully yours? The nerve of her. Yeah, she's got paddles piled up. She doesn't need another paddle. Probably when her her patio furniture, when the the table is rickety, she probably takes a brand new paddle and and jams it up under one one of the legs to stabilize it. And now you're going to let Jennifer Lucor take your paddle. Don't let it happen. And that's the other question. When in your life are you going to get a chance to beat Jennifer Lucor at anything? You're not going to beat her on the pickleball court, are you? I'm certainly not. If I got on the court, I, I would I would consider it a personal victory if I uh, played against her and took two points off of her. So now's your chance. Now's your chance to stick it to Jennifer Lucor. <laughs> she didn't know about the contest. She just called in because she's a nice person. And she wanted to be supportive of the show. And now she's got herself embroiled in this controversy. Who does she think she is? taking your paddle all right the line's open 24 7 so give it a call right now 1-8-triple-five-p-b-show 1-8-five-five-five-p-b-show after that head over to pickleballpaddlesplus.com take a look at their selection of paddles see which one you want to take home with you which one you'll be using at tournaments across the country this year my thanks once again to greg thompson melissa mccurley from pickleballtournaments.com Head over to iTunes when you get a chance. Hit that subscribe button, and if you feel it's appropriate, please leave us one of those coveted five-star reviews. It helps pickleball players around the world find the show and helps grow this great sport that we all love. I'm Chris Allen. This is The Pickleball Show, and until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.